this week is a special episode where our host Tiffany delivered a compelling keynote for the HuTech Summit about rebuilding trust for the coming Web 3.0. The HuTech Summit is a premier summit to educate, elevate and empower diverse leaders, technologists and techpreneurs across the nation to make major contributions in their field, break barriers in the tech industry and to be seen and heard by key players. The HuTech Summit is sponsored by SAP, The New York Times, Urban Outfitters, and is partnered with LinkedIn Learning. Now, without further ado, I'm so excited to introduce you guys to this one. Drum roll for Tiffany Xingyu Wang. Hey, Tiffany. Hi. Thank you, Amyet. So today I want to talk about trust, how we can build trust for the coming Web 3.0. But before I start, I want to make a confession. In the summer of 2018, I was sitting in this conference room in San Francisco. I was surrounded by two lawyers and I was with two of my machine learning engineers. We were discussing filing a patent a patent about analyzing and processing just enough data so that we can see you. Let me be clear. What do I mean by I see you? Well, in full compliant manners, stripping out all the personal identifiable information, the PIIs, your name, your phone numbers, your addresses, your IP addresses, and yet we know exactly your interests your footprint online, your hobby, where you shop, so that we can send brands to you. Yes, it was those years leading artificial intelligence in marketing that made me really realize the power of the mass of data, the power of people's data. Actually, data of the people characterize the web we live in the web 2.0, the web, the social web, which is dominated by a few large platforms. They own, they process, they analyze the data we generated. We call them user-generated contents. And it is in this web, we lost trust. Every 39 seconds, there is a cyber attack. Over 40% of the internet users in the US have reported to be harassed. And artificial intelligence recognizes the white-skinned males simply better than dark-skinned females, 34% better, precisely. So how can we trust a web where our data is breached, our safety is threatened, and the machines discriminated human beings? The question for this group, but cybersecurity, cyber safety, privacy, artificial intelligence technologists in this room, what can we do to fix it? How we can rebuild trust for the coming era of the internet, the web 3.0? And there are three pillars that I wanna talk about in today's session and the framework that we can use to ethicalize web 3.0, privacy, safety, and a representation. Let me start with privacy. And in the context of the rise 
of Internet of Things. It is estimated over 15 billion devices will come online by 2025. In other words, the perimeter of devices on the web is so vast that our web is simply distributed. The way to focus on enterprises and a centralized manner to protect the data becomes harder and harder. We have to put people at the center of protecting data. There are three movements that I've seen in privacy to really address the challenge of the distributed net we're going to enter into. The first is automated and orchestrated data control and consent management. Really, really baking that into the design phase of the system. A couple of years ago, some of my former colleagues went to do just that. They found a company called Catch, and recently they partnered with Patreon. As many of you know, the community for creators and artists, and they make privacy programs such pleasant user experience online. And I think it is so smart. It's smart on Patreon's part because it is a brand for the people. They put privacy at the center of it. It just on brand. Privacy is rather sexy here, right? And the second movement is the differential privacy. It is a mathematical cryptography that ensures no information is derivable more than information you intend to share. U.S. Census uses that. Apple actually uses that for the data for the phone. Google uses that for Chrome. And I just hope more and more enterprises can use that technique to truly protect the data privacy and identities. Because if you remember, I know when an entity has the mass of the data, we infer more information than you intend to share in today's world. And the last is, of course, the blockchain. The blockchain on IoT is super interesting because the perimeter of the devices is so vast. We have to look at the data protection device level. So using tamper-proof and a distributed network to protect privacy and security using blockchain is a path to solve the problem. One of the companies I advise called Nodo, and they are the largest IoT network built on blockchain. What amazes me is not only just the genius of the founders to use blockchain to solve the problem, but the truthfully, the hockey stick growth of adoption on the network. And that just made me understand we all need an alternative other than Facebook, other than Google. We just need an alternative so that our data rights and our dignity can be fully respected. So here you go, the first pillar for trust, privacy. And the second is safety. And I want to talk about safety in the context of another characteristics of Web 3.0, and that is the metaverse. As 3D graphics is taking up the world, it's no doubt that we are migrating online. You can see that just happened, accelerated in a pandemic. We will game, we will learn, we will socialize, we date, 
online. It's kind of scary at the same time because there's just no governance, there's no law in that wild west. And when you don't address safety, your platforms and your brands might suffer the lack of trust. We've seen Parler was taken off the distribution channels just simply because they choose to not to have the safety guardrails. We also know when a brand advertises adjacent to unsafe content, it is twice more likely a consumer would abandon the purchase journey. We know safety is tied to trust. In the gaming world, the stats shows us that over 60% of the gamers have been trolled, over 50% have been exposed to hate speech, and over 30% have been hacked. In the metaverse, safety is even a bigger problem than privacy. The question is that how can we address the safety issue? There are two sides of it. One is the technology, and the other is the governance. And let me start with the technology part. That's the part where I spend every day working on. I'm the chief strategy officer of Spectrum Labs, which is an AI company to address online trust and safety issues. And I want to say the biggest challenge today is the majority of the platforms have used a technology called the keywords technology. And I will give you an example to let you know why it doesn't work. And I know the organizer might just blip me out, but bear with me and let me try if that works. So the word fucking is profanity. But a sentence, this is fucking awesome, is of positive sentiment. But if I say it is fucking awesome, in confirmation of white supremacy, hate speech, racism, child pornography, it is severe toxicity on your platform. You just simply cannot allow it. Keywords don't suffice to solve the problem. It is no better than flipping a coin. And in the semantic world that we're entering to, what we call contextual AI is so important to solve the issue. We need to put the word the sentence in the context to truly manage the safety in an accurate way. And only in that way, we can provide a safer environment for the users. And still in the gaming industry, it shows that socially engaged gamers deliver 10 to 20 times more lifetime value. And the other piece of it is the governance. The more I work in the technology to use AI to solve the problem, the more I realize there's a bigger problem to solve, and that is the consensus. But think about it. We know what is bad when bad things happen, but we don't know what is good. There's no definition of what is sexual harassment per platform. And two dating platforms might disagree as the definition of sexual harassment. There's no clear enforcement process in place. And, and, and who knows, everybody really invests in gross features and nobody has really looked into safety features. So, so one year ago, I started a nonprofit, which is called Oasis Consortium. The idea is to build industry trustee, to have the stakeholders not only just from brands, but also from platforms who can truly act on the consensus to make the web a safer place. 
and we come together to really set the guardrails pertaining to the five values of OSS, the openness, the accountability, the security, the innovation, and the sustainability. Not until the web can agree what is good, can the existing platforms benchmark themselves against, not mentioning the new platforms to jumpstart with. And we need the right technology and the governance to make the internet a safer and a kinder place. Why? Because it is part of trust. It is part of what platform can differentiate them with for the coming web. And the last, I wanna talk about representation. Well, you would ask me, hey, Tiff, why the DEI is related to cybersecurity? Well, it is part of trust, it's part of the risk if you lack representation. In 2019, Apple is everywhere on Twitter and in the headline. And it was called sexist because Apple Card was noticed to give smaller credit lines to females than to, to males. And the reason was because AI was biased. In the physical world, we suffer the biases, the discrimination, the inequality, and the machines are just learning that. And into the new world where the world will be dominated and supported strongly by AI. If the AI cannot reverse the trend of biases that we suffer today in the physical world, then this trend will only continue. And we see the impact on Apple on a brand. And we also see the opportunity for any brand who can do this right. And there are a couple of things to look at. The first is to detect it. Really just look at inputs and outputs and really separate that into the woman group versus the men group, and you will notice the biases. Having that process in place and hire the legal and the technologists really monitor the whole process. And after all, how to reverse it? That's a question that I'm asking myself. That is related to the third characteristic of Web 3.0, the semantic world, the world where AI learns from the content. If today the content is dominated by the content created by the white males, we wouldn't really expect the AI to learn right in a diverse and inclusive way. We need to hire more creators. We need to encourage more diverse creators. We need the content to be diverse. And that's the only way the AI will become inclusive. When I think about importance of it, and I was just realizing in the coming decade, the other half of the planet will come online. We will only have increasing diversity coming online. We simply cannot really afford an biased internet to welcome the other half of the planet to come online. For any brand and any platform who want to grow, on grow on an international and global customer and user basis, addressing the representation is very necessary. So here you go, the three pillars, the privacy in the rise of IoT, 
the safety in the coming metaverse and the representation in the semantic web. Those are the three pillars that I hope you can carry with you going back to every single conversation with your fellow, fellow leadership. Because as cybersecurity and cyber safety and privacy professionals, we understand the trust. And in the coming web, trust is no longer compliance. It is a brand differentiator. It is a platform competitive advantage. And the boardroom has to recognize and understand that. I want to end today's talk on a story. 20 years ago, there was a startup. And its mission was to put software on the cloud. And can you imagine that a startup asking a customer, hey, by the way, can you put your software and the data on the cloud? And I'm a startup 20 years ago. And the answer for the startup to customer was trust. The first, first pillar for the company was cybersecurity, of course, because you have to secure the data for those customers to entrust you with their most precious asset, which is, which is data. But over the course of 20 years, the notion of trust has expanded from cybersecurity to quality to customer experience and recently to be safety, ethics, diversity and inclusion. And this company is called Salesforce. It is valued over $200 billion right now. And until today, the core value is trust. So I hope you can carry this framework and this thinking back to your every day and really push the trust into the coming web 3.0. Thank you very much, everyone. All right, let's give it up for Tiffany. Uh, Tiffany, before you go, though, just a few more questions for you, because you spoke a lot about trust and building trust online. So tell us about the latest work that you're doing to build trust right now. Yes, um, I spend my everyday split between Spectrum Labs and Oasis Consortium. So as I mentioned, the technology piece and the, the governance piece. So using contextual AI, to really increase the accuracy of detection of online toxicity on technology part, uh, but also to build the nonprofit with the leading stakeholders from gaming, dating, live streaming, uh, publishers, and different governments all the world to set up some guardrails and guidelines that every platform can use. And I think that, that those are the foundational work that we have to do to build a safer internet. And, um, you know, like you said, you recently co-founded Oasis Consortium. What would you say is mission critical for this company? Yeah, um, my passion, my mission for Oasis uh, is for it to be the industry trustee for online safety. And uh, I really, really want us to, to build a consensus on that and on platforms. And so that we can incentivize brands for the ethical brand building and also incentivize the sustainable media buy uh, from advertisers who, ha who have funded the internet uh, today. And I think that, that that's really the mission for Oasis and, and to be the industry trustee uh, for, for, for online safety. Keep hearing that, right? Online safety, cyber safety. How would you sort of break that down though in layman's terms? 
Ooh, um, so today in the physical world, I'm not saying like I feel a hundred percent safe, especially with what's going on recently, right? The the Black Lives Matter, um, the Stop Asian Hate. But you think about it, um, uh, in in the virtual world, we have we have no law, we have no governance at all. So so really, the cyber safety is just create it's just creating a safer environment before the whole world moving there. And my my favorite uh, book, and I think I, I don't know many of us have read a book or even watched a movie called Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. And it was one of the inspiration for OSS because in that book and in, in a movie, everybody was connected through their console to, to a world and that world was dystopia. And I just don't want us in real world to 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 have that so the so cyber safety is really to build a safer home for everybody um and when we enter into that world um tiffany i'm sure that you have so much more that you can share and so many more gems that you can drop how can our community here get in touch with you yeah um i'm quite responsive uh on linkedin so definitely feel free to reach out if you want to know more into the details. The company's doing great work um, there. So definitely reach out on, on LinkedIn. And I think maybe after this conference, I will create one single visual of the framework of the whole talk so that, that, that this conference can share and I will share on my LinkedIn uh, next week. Um, and uh, yeah. That is actually a really great idea. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. So that way people can go back and read more into everything that you shared today. Tiffany, thank you again for your time this afternoon talking about cyber safety, cybersecurity, and building trust online. Again, like Tiffany said, you can reach out to her on social media, on LinkedIn, and she'll get right back to you. Thank you so much. It was fun. If you want to be the first to hear the latest insights in brand and user safety from global leaders across industries, then don't forget to subscribe to our channel and sign up to our newsletter at oasisconsortium.com forward slash subscribe.